0: Listening to the Tan Talk Radio Network, the stations of the Tan Talk Radio Network, Clearwater, Tampa, St. Petersburg, Arkansas, and of course, can't leave out Dade City. It is the Marv Cutler Show on the Tan Talk Radio Network, and now here he is, the man of the hour, Marv Cutler. Hey, Arkansas. Tampa Bay, the world. This is the marvelous one, and I'm in none of those places right now. <laughs> Actually, I am. I'm in the world. I'm I'm in I'm in Massachusetts, uh, just outside of Boston. I'm in Revere, Massachusetts, and uh, I'm having a great time here. Um, I came up to visit my 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 grandkids and my and my children, and uh, it's been a great time. And you know. New Yorkers might know what a black and white is. Well, when I was a when I was a young guy, we called them half moons. And um, my son has this bakery donut shop here in in the in the, in the, in the Boston, north of Boston area. And I just finished eating one of these half moons that he made special for me. Now, see, the thing is, you can't get these anywhere in the world because uh, the dummies that make these and the bakeries, what they do is. They 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 look like um, I guess if you don't know what a, a black and white is they look like a a whoopie pie they got it's a it's a it's a, it's a cookie bottom and it's got uh, frosting on top half white and half half brown and um, when I was a kid growing up and the only place there's only one place you can still get it is in, in Massachusetts is uh, you, they make them with a white cookie bottom, see? But I don't like that. I, I like the one with the, uh, the chocolate cookie bottom, and nobody makes those. So my son made them special for me, and um, they were... And, and and I just finished eating eating one, and uh I mean you know they easy weigh about a quarter of a pound a piece, but he made one they, they weigh about a pound apiece. piece. That's <laughs> absolutely incredible. And I just finished eating one, and, and I'm I'm in such a good mood. I got a great guest coming on the show today, and even though I got a little still got a little bit of laryngitis, um, I'm I'm able to um, uh, to perform the this on this show. And um, I want to mention a couple of places I went, uh, you know, I get I get some orders from the Fluff, T. Fluffington, that I need to bring back certain things since I'm in Boston. And, you know, I went to Teddy Peanut Butter Factory uh, yesterday, and, and New England is the only place you can get Teddy Peanut Butter unless you buy it online. And it's the best peanut butter in the world. So I took a tour of the factory, and I got a lot of Teddy Peanut Butter and. And River Queen nuts, which is another one of their products, and um, I've divided it up between uh, my grandkids and um, and, uh, the, uh, and T Fluffington down in Florida, and I even got a couple of jobs to take back to Las Vegas for me because pretty soon I'll be back in Las Vegas. But I mean, Teddy peanut butter uh, is is just. Is, is absolutely the best. And I had a great tour of the factory yesterday. And also the fluff, uh, T. Fluffington told me that, you know, I know she really loves popcorn. And I discover my son discovered a popcorn, my other son discovered a popcorn that was absolutely incredible, herbal corn popcorn. It's made by a company up in, uh Corinth maine, and it's called little lads and um this 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 is incredible popcorn you i i i get a few different flavors that i've tried and they're they're really wonderful, but there's nothing like the herbal corn uh Maria and her husband um had a, a coffee and ba- shop and bakery up in um in maine and um and they made sandwiches they would serve potato chips with the sandwiches but they decided to, to try something different uh, uh serving popcorn try different ways to serve popcorn with the sandwiches well now they're they're, they're manufacturing three thousand pounds of popcorn a week they have um uh, whole foods uh, right down from maine down to new jersey and a, a lot of other specialty shops that carry their popcorn and you can buy it online if you go to uh little lads dot com that's little l-i-t-t-l-e-l-a-d-s lads dot com and uh... you'll find little lads a popcorn but the herbal corn is special and a portion of the proceeds from the sale of the product goes for health education in africa this is a really good cause and uh... and the reason for that because they want make people aware of natural based products and um... And that's that's their whole objective. They have a, a couple of restaurants where they serve uh, vegetarian food and, um, and, as you know, the fluff. And I am uh, primarily vegetarian, except when I'm out reviewing a restaurant, I have to cheat a little bit. So, um, and Maria, if you're listening, I, I do cheat when I go out to review a restaurant sometimes because I have to do that it's part of my work. But when I'm home, we, we're, uh, we're basically vegetarian-based and... And this, this Little Lads popcorn is, is incredible, and, and, and Fluffington hasn't tried any of it yet, so she's really going to be surprised uh, when, I bring it, when I bring it down to Florida and, and she tastes some of it, if there's any left by the time I get through with it. You know, so. so if you want to buy some Little Lads popcorn, if you don't have, live in the area where they, where they sell it in the stores, just go to littlelads.com. And uh, you will you know, one of the little lads answered the phone when I called up on Monday. Um, and he said, Mom? <laughs> and it great company, great people. And um, hopefully, my, my first guest, Brent Haynes, is on. Are you there, Brent? <laughs> How are you? Marv, are you there? I'm here. Is that you, Brent? It is. How are you doing? Well, you know, between the popcorn and these uh, these black and whites and. Um, and the Teddy peanut butter, I'm, I'm, I'm probably getting high. I don't know.
1: <laughs> you
2: know, Marv, I've got to tell you, my folks are from Massachusetts. And, really? Uh, we moved out to Utah when, when I was just a baby. And, and uh, one, of the, one of the specialties in our home was making whoopie pies. And nobody in Utah had any idea what a whoopie pie was. I think that's a uh-huh. Boston thing. So, uh, yeah, I know those whoopie pies. They're fabulous.
0: Yeah. Do you remember Teddy peanut butter? No, nope, never
1: had that
0: huh? Oh man, that's the best peanut butter in the world I'm ah, telling you is, If you ever tried Teddy If if you like peanut butter And if you ever tried Teddy You'll never eat any other brand Fantastic. And you can only get it in New England But they sell it through Amazon And you can get it online through uh, Teddysomething.com, whatever it is But I know Amazon has it Fantastic. And uh, it's it's incredible
2: peanut butter Hey, you're in Las Vegas, right? You know I am, Marv. I'm down here for the National Flute Association Convention. Uh, National what? The National Flute Association Convention. National so,
0: Flute Association. Flute.
2: Yeah. Flute like
0: like bananas and apples and stuff like that. Nope. Flute is an in instrument. Like what oh, I Oh, flute. Oh, that's is, is this week the flute convention? It is. It is. Wow. I, you know, I'm sorry I'm not there because, you know, I went to that flu convention uh, several years ago, and they haven't, they haven't had one in Vegas for a while. Oh, I'm really upset yes. that I'm not there now. Oh, it's
2: fantastic.
0: You know, we're just getting you, you ruined right really my day.
2: i no, just kidding.
0: <laughs> hey, how come yeah, every time I talk to you, the
2: Red Sox lose? You know, I don't know what's up with that. But I'll tell you, I put money on it this last time. <laughs> But I have to lose, right? <laughs>
0: That's right. You know, <laughs> you know. It's funny because every time I go to a Red Sox game, it rains. Not no no game got rained out since I've been here except the one I went to. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> so with the curse of the Red Sox, we gotta keep away. Anyway, uh, I want to tell my uh, my audience who you are. This is Brent Haynes. He's a master fruit maker. And he's from Massachusetts. I didn't even know that. This this is the first I heard. This is wonderful. This is, I mean, yeah. he's from home, and yep, uh, he makes the, the greatest flutes as a company called Wood Sounds, and he makes the greatest flutes in the world. And and I have, I have um, probably eleven or twelve Native American flutes, and nothing nothing compares to, to the one that. Um, that Brent made for me. I mean, this this is absolutely incredible. And I and I, and I play this. I show it to my friends, and they wow. That's, a, that's the first word that comes out of their mouth. Wow. I mean, just the be- never mind the sound. Just the beauty of the flute, but the sound is absolutely incredible. So, Brent, tell us about um, bunch of flutes and how you got started, and uh, how a kid from Massachusetts ended up in Utah and started making flutes. <laughs>
2: I don't know. That's a pretty long story, Marv. I'll I'll tell you this much. Um, What I do is I make uh, Native American flutes, um, or Native American style flutes. What that is is just an instrument that's uh, got an incredible sound and is super easy to play. And so uh, just about anybody can learn how to play it, but the sound is what captured me. When I was going to school to be a a chemical engineer, I heard one, and... and, uh, and ever since I heard the sound, it just changed my life, and I ended up, you know, really wanting to make flutes, and and so that's what I do now, and I make flutes from the most exotic, outrageous woods you could uh, could imagine, so.
0: Yeah, this, you know, everybody that sees this flute, the the first thing they, after they say, wow, the next thing they say to me is, what kind of wood is that? Yeah. You know, (laughs) I mean, mine is eastern red cedar, and it's, it's, Absolutely gorgeous with that with that turquoise inlays. It's, it's absolutely gorgeous, but the sound that comes out of it is is spectacular. And it's mine is a a shop, or if uh, if you don't know what an a shop is, it's a flat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a it's a bass flute, and the sound is, is absolutely wonderful. It's my out of all my flutes, it's my favorite flute now, and well, that's awesome. I've got a I, I I travel everywhere with it. You know, I've got a flute that I can put in a backpack. I won't even take that anymore. That's how much I love this flute.
2: Wow. And uh so we'll uh, we'll have to get you one that's a little easier for traveling, maybe a little smaller instrument one of these days, Mark.
0: Yeah, I don't care how small it is. This flute is big, but it's but it sounds so wonderful. Oh yeah. It's it's just incredible. As a matter of fact, next week I'm gonna be down in Virginia, down in um Um, Virginia Beach, and and maybe I'll go to Edgar Case's place and I'll carry the flute with me. Maybe somebody will ask me to play it while everybody's meditating in there.
2: (laughs) You know, I tell you, that's one of the most incredible ways to use a flute is uh, in meditation. A lot uh of people do, um, whether they're doing, like, you know, real serious meditation or they're just getting home from work and needing to to chill out and and have five minutes, you know, where they they can just kind of get themselves centered to the world and and let go of all the negative from work and, uh, and, and, you know, kind of concentrate on home again. And, uh, boy, the flute just allows allows somebody to get into that space that you know meditative kind of healing space in no time at all i mean just a couple of minutes of playing and man it just makes you feel so good
0: yeah it's 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 so you know i i'm i'm an old music i'm an old guy you know i i i'm a little years old see and uh i'm a a very old guy you know I could be an old uh uh, I could all be, be an old tribal chief for all I know. I don't know. I know. That's how old I am. But anyway, um, I'm an old musician. I'm an old trumpet player who, who lost his chops, you know, because I haven't played for so many years. And, and and then I became a percussionist. And And then I discovered, on a trip to Sedona one day, I discovered the Native American flute. And... That's all i uh, along with my percussion, that's all i play. And I'm a healer. I do healing work, but I'm not on the air. And I, I use the flute a lot in my healing. And uh, this, fl- your flute, the sound that comes out of that is, is spectacular. Now, I read music. Um, I know music. I've been around music for 132 years. Uh, but when I play this flute, and this is something that, Anybody can do. Anybody that that loves music or just loves to relax can play this flute. And I don't use any of my musical knowledge uh, when I when I play this flute. When I when I when I sit down, I close my eyes. I envision antelopes and deer and and my totem, which is the turtle or I, I envision the beautiful greenery and the beautiful forest we have and the, and the glaciers, and I see all these things, and I just play what I feel.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible, you know, what what you can do with the instrument where, you know, someone that has no musical ability at all, um, you know, I get people that say, gosh, I, I can barely play the radio. You sure I can play <laughs> that thing? And, and I... I five minutes I can teach somebody how to play the flute. It's incredible. Right. It's just so simple to do and now it right. takes years to master of course, like any instrument. But right. you can really get great sounds in just no time at all and right. I and mean and we really
0: can't all be it. a Jeff Ball or Rob Mirabal but yeah. but well, we I can mean. all enjoy ourselves and, and and play for our families and and, uh, and and flute circles or whatever we do, you
2: know? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's one of the things I think that's kind of been lost in uh in our society is the, uh, uh, the ability for us as individuals to just accept and, and make music, no matter how good we are or not good we are, just kind of sing along or play along, and uh, and it's a pretty powerful thing to be able to do that. You know, it seems like nowadays a lot of people feel that if you're not the superstar, you shouldn't be playing an instrument, and, uh, and what a tragic mistake to, to lose the ability to, you know, to connect, you know, to, to life. To Absolutely. Music. Absolutely. Yeah. So,
0: if, if my listeners want to see your flutes or get an idea of the type of flutes that you make, tell us about your your website and
2: and and what they can find on your website. Well, it, my website is uh, woodsounds dot com. That's www dot woodsounds dot com. And uh, on the website, I have. Uh, a lot of flutes that we have available for sale, but uh, a person can also uh, see videos on how to care for an instrument or how to play an instrument, uh, you know, how to play the flute, um, as well as uh, there's some music. Uh, you know, if they want to read some written music, there's some written music there that they can access. And uh, um, just an awful lot of different things. They can search my database and get pictures of and sound files of any flute that I've made in the last... Uh, gosh in the last four years almost and uh, you know so it's a lot a lot of information they're able to to access through the through the website and uh, I want want to mention that
0: you have a you have a booklet and a DVD too on how to play the flute which you know is so simple that you know I have a I'm here with my grandchildren I got a four year old granddaughter I'm sure if she watches video it's so simple she can learn how to play the flute if she can hold the flute she can learn how to play it hmm No question. No question about it. Hey, hey guess who's on the line, uh, Brent? Yeah, we got Jeff on the line. Yeah, hey, Jeff Ball on the line. So should we talk to him first, or should we play a little of his music first?
2: Well, let's say howdy and then hear some songs.
1: Okay. Hey, Jeff Ball, how are you? I'm um, well. Thanks for having me on your program. Oh, hey. You
2: know something?
0: It's... You don't have to thank me. It's a pleasure that I have you on the show. It's, it's a real honor that you came on. Well,
1: uh, I I've, I've been friends with Brent for a long time and I'm a big fan of uh of not only his work but also his family and uh when I heard he was going to be on your program, I couldn't wait to uh to jump in. So it's it's my pleasure.
0: Well, that's great. I really I really you know, I want to talk to you a little bit, but before we talk, <clears throat> I want to I play some, some Jeff Ball music from, uh, how about from Live from the Edge? Because I know you're using uh, a Wood Sounds flute on this, on, this, on this CD, right? Yes, all the flutes on
1: that CD are made by Brent. So that sounds all right, great so, to me.
0: So, uh, Cedric, um, if you're awake <laughs> at this hour of the evening, uh, give us a little uh, something from Jeff Ball's um, Live from the Edge. Uh, I want to talk to uh, uh Jeff about uh, how he got started in uh, in playing the flute and uh, uh where his uh inspiration comes from
1: well i got I got started when I had gone to a powwow in Baltimore, and uh, I was just making my way around watching the dancers, looking at the vendors and uh, it was all very new to me and I heard that the, the drum stopped and the dancers stopped and Excuse fun. me, Jeff.
0: Can you, can you, I don't know if it's my phone, but I, I, it's hard for me to hear you.
1: All right. I did this That's better. better. Is that any better? That's better. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, so I had gone to a, Bal- I gone to a powwow in Baltimore, and I, that was my first experience hearing the flute. And uh, at that time, it was long before the Internet, and uh, I just picked up a couple of... Uh, recordings that they had there and started listening and liked them so much that I thought maybe I could uh, learn to play so the next challenge was to actually find a uh, find a flute and then once I did that I would just sit in my car and noodle around with it on my uh, lunch breaks until I started being able to figure out how to play some of the sounds that I was hearing on the recordings and uh, from that point forward that, uh, just seemed to be something that was the right thing for me to be doing so I I had a lot of people encouraging me along the way and asking me to first write something to teach them how to play and then eventually uh, make recordings. And it it all came pretty easily. I was fortunate. Uh, right place, right time.
0: Um, do, you, who, do you have any inspirations, any any people that inspired
1: you and you started your career in in Food uh, Point? If you're in this industry, you, it's hard pressed to say that our Carlos Nakai didn't have some influence on you. We've all listened to RC. Uh, certainly, I, I cut my teeth on a lot of the uh, the old style flute players uh, like Kevin Locke and Stan Snake, and um, you know a, a lot of those, uh, a lot of the archival recordings as well. And Douglas Spotted Eagle was uh, an early influence on me. I really appreciated the way that he would combine modern instrumentation with uh you know with a lot of the ambient sounds uh, most of the recordings at that point were just simply the sound of uh stream birds wind anything and then the uh the solitary flute so uh, I wouldn't. Before you started playing the flute, flute did you play any other instrument No I didn't play any other instrument I I'd, I'd I'd make attempts but I was not any good at it <laughs> <laughs> I know the feeling <laughs> Yeah yeah, most of us do,
2: right? That's so true. I'm the same way, you know. I've I've tried to play a lot of different instruments. I play guitar okay now, but gosh, you know, the flute was just it just comes so naturally. Yeah. You it's know? an easy instrument yeah. to play. Yep.
0: Yeah, this, this man uh Jeff, this man makes some great flutes, doesn't
1: he? Oh, they're they're the best. Absolutely yeah. amongst the best. You know, there there are a lot of flute makers out there. And uh, even amongst the finest flute makers out there, Brent stand out. I don't uh, think
0: he's among the finest. I think he is the finest. (laughs) I mean, there's one guy out there that's pretty well known, but but, uh, but
1: Brent makes a flute that that beats his to pieces. When people are looking at at the Ferrari of the flute world, they are looking at a Brent Haynes flute, and that's the flute that they set out there wanting to have one day. Yeah. Now, how many albums have you recorded? At this point, uh, I think somewhere in the neighborhood of ten. And uh, it's always an interesting experience. We go in with an idea of what we want to accomplish or where we think we are, and the uh, album inevitably takes its own form and, and dictates to us what uh, what it's going to become. So it's, it's almost as much of a surprise to me to hear what the finished product is as it is to the people who are buying the album.
0: Now, 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 are you able to read music?
2: No, no, nope. Uh, that's that's, that's wonderful. Uh, the uh, the that, play the way on, you hang play. Hang on, I got to insert something here. Okay, the so play the, the way you know play, not, the, not
0: being able to read music. That's 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 exactly. absolutely wonderful. You know, I I read music. I don't know if you heard me say it, but I'm an old trumpet player. So I read music. As a matter of fact, uh, my my son-in-law. I was over his house the other day and he he just bought himself an alto saxophone. He's 60 he's 65 years old he decided to buy an alto saxophone. And uh he bought a book that I re- recommended that he buy and I was over there and I, and I gave him some um some lessons on how to read music and we took, you know some simple stuff but he's having so much difficulty. So he's playing like like we play the flute. He's playing from his heart. Yeah.
1: That's what, that's what makes it so uh, so popular with people is that, you know, once you are free of, of what's right and wrong and you can just play whatever you want to play, then uh, you've got a lot of room to work with. Now, a lot of it's, you know, music nobody's going to want to hear other than the people who love you, and sometimes maybe not even them. But uh, <laughs> once you get past that and you work with it long enough, then not having it... Not having rules dictate what exactly you're supposed to play allows a lot of freedom and allows you to, or anybody, to be able to uh, get into a relationship with that instrument, be able to start to to make music that's, that's right for them, their music, you know. Uh, right. I now, are, are you years. are you on tour at all? Are you uh, planning on do, are you on tour? Are you planning a tour? Anything going on? No, in fact, I just uh, I closed up shop for a little while. I decided I was going to take a sabbatical, and uh, you know I've been doing this for a long time, and uh, I just felt like it was time to sit back for a little while and enjoy the music that uh, I have made and spend a little bit more time with my family and uh do a little bit of traveling and uh probably in another couple of years I'll get back out there and start doing some recordings again and doing some touring. But right now I'm just I'm just laying back. We've we've done a lot of music and uh the cup's a little empty right now so I need to live a that's little great. bit. That's so great. It's it's important up. to
0: to lay back and, and be with family. That's that's the because I you know, I live in Las Vegas and I also live in Florida but my 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 kids and my grandchildren live up in the in the northeast and it's 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 important to take that time to to be with family and and, and get away from uh, get away from the business. Like I'm doing it from downstairs of my the show from downstairs of my my son's house today. <laughs> ah.
1: What well,
2: a wonderful okay. world we live in. You know, more yeah, uh, really just really uh, music can be found in in almost any of the national parks out here on the West Coast, um, Yosemite and. uh... And uh, Yellowstone, Canyonlands, uh, Zions, in their, in their gift shops you'll find, amongst other people's music, you'll find Jeff Ball there. And uh, great, it's yeah. been like that for a lot of years. And this is a man who, you know, picked up and learned how to play the flute, but uh, um, says that officially. He doesn't know how to, you know, read music or what have you, but has, right. uh, has just done incredible things with the instrument. With, uh, and, you know that's something I no want to ask
0: about. Jeff. Uh, a few weeks ago, um, Cedric, I don't know if he can find it again today, but he, he played uh, something that you did. I can't remember the name of it, but he played something that you did with some triple tonguing in it. Uh, I I just queued it up. Uh, he okay. just queued it up, but before we we play it, well, let, let's play it and then uh, I want to ask you about it. Okay? Sure. Okay. Right, go ahead, Cedric. Play this uh, by Jeff. Jeff, <laughs> I
1: like
0: hearing that. Jeff, you know, I, I, like I said before, I'm an old trumpet player, and I know what triple tonguing is on the trumpet because you know uh, things like Flight of the Bumblebee, Carnival of Venice, and all those those great classical pieces were done with triple tonguing. And um, I haven't attempted any triple tonguing on a on a on a native uh, flute. Uh, tell me about it. How you do it, and and uh, tell me how you how you discovered
1: doing it. Well, that, uh, that particular song was actually called Rain, and that's off of the Wind Tamer album. And uh, the triple tonguing, I stumbled onto accidentally. I was recording my first album, and uh, the album's not even available for sale anymore. And in the middle of uh, the session, I started doing that quite accidentally, and uh, I just hoped that I could repeat it. Thankfully, we recorded it, and it turned out pretty well, and it, it kind of became a trademark of mine and you know, I, I tried to make sure to crowbar into uh every album for a while and into every concert and I've uh stepped back from it a little bit since then. But basically I'm just, as you know, making the, the sound of the word tick over and over again very quickly in uh-huh. the flute. Almost like a like a train, you know, that sort of a thing. Right. Now, um I I
0: spoke with Robert Maraville uh a few weeks ago and um He was telling me, I I mentioned uh, Native American. He, he was telling me that he's from uh, the tribe that he was from. Now, are are you Native American? No,
1: I, I, I found this. I I found this because Native American ancestry is is part of me, but it is not me. Uh, Okay, so that's that's
0: pretty amazing because I'm not either, you know. And uh, I, I, I I went to. uh, I was in Sedona. And I met uh, a couple of uh, people from the Navajo tribe, became friends of mine, and they were, they were flute
1: players, and I picked up the flute, and I haven't stopped playing it since. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful, really great uh, instrument to have, and just so easy to learn to play. And certainly making my way around these festivals, as Brent has, uh, you know, you, you start to learn firsthand just what it means to people. And uh, most folks aren't even, you know, trying to do recordings or to get up on stage. They're just picking it up at the end of the day to unwind or play it for their cat or sit on their back porch and play it, you know, just to kind of commune with nature. It's uh, it's providing a bridge for people to be able to do that. And uh, I, that That's and, a great uh, interest. Uh, Look,
0: uh, you know, uh, I want to talk with um, with Brent a little bit. So um... Sure. Uh, if you want to stay on with us, stay on until the end of the show. Uh, you know, if you want to chime in, fine. If, if you have something to
1: do, that's
0: okay, too. It was, just, it was just an honor having you on the show anyway.
1: Well, thanks a lot. I'll sit back and listen. I, I'm always interested to hear what Brent has to say. Okay, great.
0: Thanks. thanks, thanks uh, thank you. Jeff. Hey, Brent. Yeah. Hey, you know something? I love you, man. To get Jeff on the show like this, I really love you. He's such a great player.
2: Oh, he's fabulous. You know, Jeff's... Uh, just one of my uh, I'd say he's probably one of my best friends at this time. And uh-huh. uh you know, we just my wife and I just love he and his, his family. They're they're wonderful people. They're very gracious and, and very kind hearted and and uh, and just you know, great people to be around and 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 on top of it he's he's such an incredible musician. You know he's got. He so absolutely is. You know, like I say,
0: I know, I know music. You know. Yeah. And and just listening to him gives me goosebumps. And you know, and I and I grew up uh... in jazz. You know, and uh, to hear uh, um, uh, someone play like he plays that flute, uh, it just makes me crazy. You know. You know, I I met Carlos Nakai a few times, and he's a beautiful guy and he's a great player, but. There's something about Jeff that really,
2: really, uh, really moves me when he plays. Yep. Yeah, me too. He did a uh, he did an album last year with all of my flutes on it called uh, "Live from the Edge." And, right. Uh, and right. Yes, That's when I thought we were we, going to play, we, but I guess uh, uh,
0: we couldn't come up with it somehow. But that, but that's well, a great album the by the way. Live from, from the there. Edge.
2: Yeah. The no, I live on the edge. <laughs>
0: So living on the edge of life for the edge of almost.
2: It's yeah, almost you know that was kind me, of you know? the idea that Jeff had from it in the beginning was, you know, that, that he doesn't really know where this is gonna go. It's just kinda we're just gonna live on the edge and and, right. and see what happens and and uh and that's kinda of the way it has been for me in, in making flutes too. It's uh you know, I one day I, you know, decided to make these things and, and I was uh you know, I was in a successful career and uh and uh, moving down that kind of corporate path that a lot of people do, and and uh, got reintroduced to the flute, and and next thing you know, I'm making a few for uh, for a friend, and then I started selling a few, and somebody wanted to make me a website for in trade for some flutes, so I did, and and within a year, I said to my wife, I said, you know, I think we should we should quit doing what we're doing, you know, what I'm doing for a regular job, and just make flutes now, and. And so now this is this is uh, it this is all my family does is make flutes. And That's wonderful. Uh, your kids too. My wife works with me, and my kids work in the business as well and um and oh, that's it's all we do. You know, I I want to compliment your
0: wife by the way. I don't know your wife, but I want to compliment her because when I, when when you sent me the book and the DVD, when you sent me the flute, she took care of it. She and she was right on the ball. She I mean she got it all I'm really fast and and she um she's right on the ball. I got all the information that from her that I need that I needed, you know, tracking and everything. And and she did a terrific job. So I really wanna I really wanna compliment your wife.
2: Well thank you, Mar. I gotta tell you, quite frankly, uh, if it wasn't for my wife Julia, you know, I, I wouldn't be able to make the instruments that I do. Um you know the support and uh, and and the courage that she had uh, initially to say, okay, well, you know, I trust you. Let's let go of this corporate uh, position and move forward in something new. You know, where it's completely untested and untried, and you know that takes a lot of courage. And uh, right, it's a it's and, a it's a, yeah.
0: a tough business because yeah. it's not as widespread as most businesses yeah. are, and exactly. uh, so you've got to you know it's it's. It's tough. You gotta you know, really really do something good and you and you're doing something good. You're making something really good and uh you need uh, you know, and that's that's where it is because uh uh because I, I I would imagine unless you're you know, like one of the unless you're a major guy like you, know, you probably are like somebody else we know in the business. Unless you're major guys You really can't make a lot of money making these flutes because you know how much of a market is there out there.
2: Man, Marv, I'll tell you, be amazed. It is. It is just shocking how many people are actually into the native flute. Really? Um,
0: I'm a member of
2: anafa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: And and we get a great membership. It's a great organization.
2: That is. That's a really good INAFA. You can see them at, uh, that's a good website to give out. It's worldflutes.org. Worldflutes. dot org, and that's the INAFa International Native American Flute Association, and um, and they're a great organization. You can find flute circles and and things like that that are near you through their website, where you right. can go and uh, and attend and and find like-minded people or or even just go see what the flute's all about. Um, right, but you know. they're
0: great people, and you know, and that's yeah. why I like to spread the word about the flute and about a great flute maker like you. So my listeners, you know. I, My, you know, I was on, uh, we started uh, on this, I started on this network with uh, three stations. Now we're on five stations. One of them is a 50,000 water that goes, uh, KLRG, which goes out to eight states as far west now as Oklahoma. So we're, you know, we're we're pretty, you know, pretty widespread. And and by talking about Native American pools, and I talk about even when you're not in the uh, uh, I, I want to get people interested in it because it's such a it's such a great instrument. You know, you know, it's not like a
2: piano. You can carry it with you. You know. Yeah, you can go. You can take it backpacking. I've uh, I've taken them on kayaking trips. You know, uh, put it in a PVC tube with a little bit of padding around it and uh, seal it up. And I mean, you can take it anywhere you go. It's yeah. really incredible.
0: And it's so easy to play. And and if they have your DVD. In your booklet, man, there's, there's, there's
2: nothing there. I mean, they, 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 anybody can play it. Yeah, exactly. Hey, If I, know, I can play it, uh, <laughs> anybody could play it. You know, Marv, you know, Marv uh, I just had an idea. I just, just had an idea. I'll tell you what. Um, for any of your listeners that decide to give me a call and... Uh, and uh, and decide they want to look at getting into a flute and things like that we'll uh, I'll make a deal with them and we'll we'll do a 10% discount and uh, and throw in a dvd and uh, and a book for them to kind of get them started on playing the flute and to do that they'll just have to give me a call and let me know they heard the show and uh, and I'll take care of them right and um you What's know just kind of help people get into it it's uh, I just know how much it can can change a person and, and really add value to their life. It's it's so incredible, you know, to see that happen. So what's
0: your phone number and your website?
2: It's woodsounds.com, www.woodsounds.com and my telephone number's 801-822-1415. Again, that's 801-822-1415. And uh just just mention that the, you heard it on the Marv Cutler show, and uh, and we'll get you a good price and uh, and get you a DVD. And, and you have a great and, starter uh, flute, things. too, right? What's that? You have a great starter flute. I do. Um, you know, what I recommend for most people when they start the flute um, is a mid-G flute. A mid-G is small enough that most people are able to play it, and it's not a big stretch for them. If a person has particularly small hands, then maybe a high C flute might be more appropriate, but we can do that as a first flute as well. And that, that first flute package is, uh, is $400. It comes with a, uh, typically it comes with a booklet, a, uh, a fleece bag for the flute, and, uh, and a flute made out of cedar with, uh, with walnut burl, um, caps on it and, and a totem. Kind of a, One of the cool things about the native flute, I, I just love this part about it, is that you have a totem um, on top of a birdie. And really what makes a flute a Native American flute is that it's a two-chamber instrument. What that means is that there's two chambers in the tube of the flute, and they're separated by a wall. So when a person blows into the mouthpiece of the flute the air actually has to come up out of the body of the flute, and then the totem on top of it guides the air into the next chamber, and that's where the sound's created. And a cool thing about it is that you got this, uh, you got this tube, but then you got this. You can do all sorts of wild things for the totem because the functional part is just the bottom of it. So it can be something relatively simple like uh, a spirit claw. Uh, I do a lot of spirit claw totems, or it can be something really Pretty amazing, like the uh, the medicine wheel that we're making for you, Marv. With oh Inways man, I'm on glad you it. mentioned and,
0: that. I'm so excited about that. I can't wait yeah,
2: for it. Yeah, it's going to be just. You know, I think you're going to love it. It kind of actually, as you mentioned, the uh, uh, turtle as your as your uh, totem. You know, it made me think, you know, that medicine shield, kind of the way I make it, it actually kind of has a turtle feel to it. Oh, and, man, that uh, sounds so good. <laughs> so it, yeah, it's, it's Hey, it's, it's hey look,
0: uh, yeah, I want to talk more about your food we get, get some more time. But before we do that, um, let's listen to something some by Robert Maribel, because he plays your foods and he's such a great player also. Sounds great. All right, Cedric, so if you get something by uh, Robert uh, uh Tuned up there. Let's let's hear Robert Meribel.
1: Okay. okay, this one's called Buffalo.
0: That is. I, w- I just want to uh, tell you, my listeners out there, that uh, I was talking to Robert uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, I mentioned about him being a Native American, and uh, he mentioned to me that uh, that political correctness is is he doesn't even like because uh, it's, it's not proper. Uh, he doesn't want to be, uh, you know, uh, considered uh, a person that was uh, uh, that was involved with his oppressors uh, is the best word I can use. And uh he's a Pueblo Indian and that's what he wants to be is known as a Pueblo Indian and, and I and I I'm so happy he told me that because because this Native American stuff is is really is really for the birds. Uh, the man is a Pueblo Indian. He's proud of being an Indian and uh Robert Merrill, Merrill balls is such a beautiful guy. And I want I wanna mention I wanna have um uh, Brent Haynes talk about that that piece of music that uh, that uh, Brent uh, I mean that uh, Robert Maribel did along with uh, Jeff Ball and maybe um, as you're listening to this Cedric instead of playing my theme song as we when we close out if you can come up with this piece we can we can we can bring we can close out the show on this so I'm going to turn it over to Brent and he'll tell us about the uh, that that beautiful recording by uh, Jeff Ball and Robert Maribel.
2: Great. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you, Cedric. Appreciate that. Um, is Jeff still on the line? You with us, Jeff?
1: Hello. Yeah, he's hey. there. Hey. Here I am.
2: I'm I'm glad you're there. Hey, um Jeff, you remember on uh, Secrets of the Crow you did a uh, a song there where you invited Robert um to uh to do some spoken word with you. Do um, you remind me of the name of that song?
1: Yeah, that's called uh, The Sunflower. I think it's called The Sunflower Poem, and it's on uh, Ghost Town. Oh, it's on Ghost Town.
2: Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. And that's what's That's another the name really of song? fabulous album, Ghost Town. Uh, so if
0: you can find that, Cedric, it's on Ghost Town and Sunflower, and it's by uh, Jeff Ball, and uh, and then we'll have the spoken word by Robert Maribel. But that was uh, such a beautiful, beautiful piece of music, and it you felt... Know, <laughs> It's incredible that I can, you know, that these these such great players, uh, and and they plant such a great flute it, 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 it sounds so magnificent. So let's talk a little bit more about your flute because we're running close uh, to the end of the show, and uh, I
2: wanna I
0: want my listeners to know all about your flutes because <laughs> it's, it's the best flute I ever
2: played. There's an awful lot to talk about, Marvin, and. Uh, it's something that, uh, you know, I think of it more as a journey for people. And, uh, you know, they, they start on a journey. Maybe they hear about the flute tonight, or perhaps they've heard about it before. And, and they, they start down this journey. And, uh, and you know, I like to help people out on that journey. That's how I view it. Um, we do all sorts of different things for people. I mean, you, I, mean I can't think of... I can hardly think of anything we haven't done. Um, one of the one of the flutes I made for Jeff, I think it was the first flute I ever made for Jeff. Was uh, he asked me to make a flute that told the story of the Raven when the Raven was actually white, and then the Raven stole the sun, and in the process of stealing the sun, the Raven got burnt and it turned him black, and so this flute told the story of of uh, of the Raven, and it's just. Uh, it's just an absolutely gorgeous instrument. He used it on uh, on the album Life from the Edge, I believe, for uh, um, the Amazing Grace song on there. Yeah, uh, isn't that is that correct, Jeff?
1: Yeah, that's correct. I absolutely love that flute. And to help Cedric out, it's actually called the Saving Dream, and it's track eight off Ghost Town. That uh, that flute that he's referring to. I remember you and I talking about it, and me referring to uh, a particular glass blown raven head down at the Museum of the American Indian. And I remember right. that you and your wife went down there and uh, took a look at it, and then you kind of had your own interpretation of that piece, and it—you uh, you really did a fantastic job. It's—it's it's one of my favorite instruments, and it's hanging on my wall.
2: Yeah, there's there's nothing like that. That's the only flute we've done like that. Um, Jeff and I have actually been talking recently about uh, about doing a, a signature flute for him you know, a flute that's uh, made specifically, you know, to something that he loves. And uh, that flute is, or something like Unto It is what we're thinking about doing. So uh-huh. in the next little little bit here, you'll be able to see the Jeff Ball uh, signature flute. It'll be another couple of months probably before we got it all ironed out. But um, I'm really excited about it. You know, to be able to tell a story with uh, with the art and then to be able to, Make music with it too is just I think really really beautiful. It's a really yeah, beautiful it, thing you know, to be able it's
0: to do. Not just making music and, and not not just the art, but it's it's such a healing thing. You know, you know, to go into I go into sometimes uh, nursing homes and hospitals and I play for people, and yeah. um, and and the, and the the sound of the flute um, just goes um,
2: just really 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 helps them to live. It does. It does. I've even got some uh, uh, some friends and clients who use uh, use the flute in hospice work and uh, to help people transition from this life into the next. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty amazing to hear some of the stories they they'll tell of, of how they've used the flute uh, to do that and uh, and some of the things that have happened um, during that process. It's just a, a really incredible um, incredible thing to to. That affects people's lives in such a direct way, you know, to uh, to be able to, you know, touch their hearts so but directly. I,
0: I is, studied. Is really um, I'm a I'm a, Reiki, I'm a Reiki master, and I mm-hmm. I I was in Sedona and I studied uh, Reiki drumming, and uh, I have a degree in Reiki drumming, and now I'm now I'm using um, the flute for Reiki. Awesome! That's great. That sounds great. Yeah, it's 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 such a wonderful instrument, and but you know the the thing that bothers me so much I can't play as good as you (laughs) do.
1: Well, I I can't tell you that I'm sad to hear that, but uh, (laughs) I work pretty hard at it. But I'm glad to hear you. I know you do. I know you do. You
0: and you and Robert, uh, such incredible players. Uh, They you you guys really amaze me. I, I. you know, I listen to you. uh, you're the only three guys that listen to you, you Robert and Carlos. You know, well, and you. Um, and uh, you guys are really amazing. Thank you very much. Yeah, and, you know, uh, one thing second, I don't play, know where are you? Yet, where
1: are you tonight, uh, Jeff? I'm sitting in front of my computer in uh, Maryland. Maryland, R-B-B-C. and I'm in I'm yeah. in uh,
0: just north of Boston, the Revere Mass, and and. Um, and Brent is in Las Vegas, where I, where I should be.
1: <laughs> what
0: a wonderful what a wonderful world we live in, right? Yeah. Hey,
1: Jeff, can you give us your uh, website uh, real quick? I uh, sure will. It's jeffball.net. I wouldn't go to jeffball.com. God knows what you'll get. But go to jeffball.net and you'll find it.
0: jeffball.net. That's pretty easy to, to remember. That's great thank you and and yours and yours Brett, is, is wood sounds uh, dot com right that's correct yep ok Yeah. and uh 10% off to my listeners that mentioned uh the marvelous one sent them and uh and go to the and, website and, and, and the DVD uh, you can even get a flute get like, like mine it's uh it's a uh, it's a bass flute and it's and it's um uh, a a sharp and um uh, it's it says sold on it but uh you can uh you can get one may one may just like it if you'd like it.
2: There and you it's, go. It's, it's a yeah, magnificent blue. Awesome. They can uh, and, they can search for that under the search function and right. uh, look under Eastern Red Cedars and Bass F A sharp and yours will pop right up. Right. So,
0: and I, if Cedric has found that piece of music, uh we can we can close out with that and uh if he hasn't, uh that's no problem either because uh I got two great guys on the show and, and uh Jeff I, I really want to thank you for uh for uh, for being on my show. I want, I'm glad you took the time and uh gave me the
1: privilege of having you on. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you very much. And uh I I'm just so uh so happy to to made friends with uh with Brent and be able to play his instruments and then be able to share this time with both of you and your listeners. It's uh, it's a real honor. Thank you. Hopefully, I'll get to meet you someday and maybe
0: see you in concert. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, the rest. I'm though. looking forward to you know, myself. So, so hopefully, we can get that done. Yeah. And uh, and Brent, um, uh, keep up making those great fools. Don't forget my. Med- I know you're making the. I, I won't say don't forget it because I know you're making my medicine. <laughs> will you so,
2: bet? We'll we'll and, be getting that done up for you real quick here, Mark. Hey, you're gonna uh, be in, and, uh, uh, and in and Boston in for another few weeks and. Uh,
0: and, uh, uh, and, you know, and, and leave us some tax money in uh, in, in Vegas while you're
2: there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting it all on red, Marv. All on red. <laughs> all on red, huh? Well,
0: don't That's bet on the Red Sox, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: right. Hey, thanks, hey, hey, Marv, for you having on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, it's great talking with you and all uh, Brent, where all are you from, listeners Massachusetts? And I um, appreciate y'all. Brent? Yeah. We-
0: where are you from in Massachusetts?
2: Um, my folks were from uh, uh Foxborough area.
0: Foxborough? That's where the
2: Patriots uh-huh. play. Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah. How about that? All right. Yep. Hey, look, even more than I want my listeners to buy you fools because you're, you're a Massachusetts
2: guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and whoopie pies are the bomb.
0: <laughs> hey, th- Hey, Brent, thanks for. Uh, we, uh, I hope you have a good show in, in Vegas at the Food Show. I wish I was there. I was at the last one. I didn't know there was one this year. I would have been back if I had known that. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with my kids, so that's more important right now anyway. Yeah, anyway, yeah, so have a, have a have a wonderful show, and, and thanks for being on. And if you get that music, Cedric, fine. If not, bring up my theme, and we'll get
2: out of here. By one, I am helping them. I know it. I'm
0: WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa, St. Petersburg, WDCF, Dade, City, Zephyr Hills, and KLRG, Sheridan, Little Rock, Arkansas.